0: and a warm welcome to afternoons with me Bill Arnold thank you for joining me today just going to encourage you to try to do something really nice for somebody today think about someone who would really benefit from a phone call or a little message from you a little um, uh, letting letting them know that you're thinking of them i think it's uh, increasingly more important as we are in a very stressful time that we are making contact and we're reaching out letting people know we care about them and think about them and love them and Um, really goes a long way so in 2004 a couple of guys with great visions wanted to figure out a way to give uh, youth a place to go grow and belong in their faith and they had uh, a passion for skating and when i say skating i'm talking about skateboarding and other kind of skating and that all started a while back and johnny nelson uh, was a 16 year old skater at the time but he had a passion for evangelism And he's here tonight, Uh, he's here today (laughs) in the studio, and he's got quite a ministry. We're going to talk about it. It's an action sports ministry, and he wants to make riders into disciples. How cool is that? And uh, Johnny, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks. Thanks for having me. Now
0: introduce Ben. Ben's very familiar with this campus here at the University of Northwestern.
1: Yeah, yeah. Ben uh, is our shop manager. Oversees all of our park and
0: sales and all that kind of stuff at at the shop that's awesome now ben you're a graduate of northwestern here aren't you
2: yep yeah i graduated here in 2019 uh johnny actually hired me at jsa a couple months before i graduated so i was doing uh both being a student and working full-time for a couple months uh and then right out right as i graduated it was a smooth transition to jsa
0: that's cool now talk about uh the the vision that you had once upon a time, Johnny.
1: Yeah, so um, I grew up as a you know skateboarder. Skateboarding was my escape. It was kind of the way to get out of... I had a pretty dysfunctional childhood, and it was a way to get out of the house and do something. And essentially, um, the Lord took that uh, passion for skateboarding and turned it into a useful tool to make riders into disciples.
0: Yeah, that's pretty powerful. So Give me a give me an idea of what it's like uh, on any given day at, at the uh, at the shop or at the uh, at the park. It's a little indoor indoor park, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. okay, riders show up, and then how does the ministry? How do you do ministry?
1: Yeah, so uh, riders come in to either skate in our indoor park or buy something in the shop, um, and just hang out with their friends. And then our staff is there, and our volunteers are there to build relationships with them. Uh, to look for opportunities to pray with them, to share the gospel with them, and invite them into a mentoring relationship or a small group Bible study.
0: So let's talk about the history of uh, JSAW. Um, and when did it start, and how many kids have you been in contact with? Uh, so JSAW
1: started in 2004 after Luis Palau came into the Twin Cities uh, to do the Louis Palau Festival. I remember that well. Yeah, and they were leaving the skate park behind. And so within, I think it was nine months after the idea uh, happened, we opened up a 20,000-square-foot uh, warehouse space in Chanhassen, the huge indoor skate park, and I was the face of this new ministry. And it Whoa. was wild and crazy. You and think? How old had, are you at this point? I was 16 That's at that That's crazy. Point. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I had, uh, a lot of passion and didn't really know what I was doing, but we had a lot of fun with it. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, we had about 3000 kids coming through a year and we would stop the the session from happening and just say, all right, we're going to do Bible study on the mini ramp. Uh And we did that every week. And after about a year and a half, two years, we went out of business. We were $150,000 in debt. Uh, because rent was super expensive, Mm -hmm. and we had to shut the facility down. And it felt like uh, everything was just ripped right out of my hands, which was a really good thing. Um, I was very proud. I would got sucked into the hype of it all, and it was very much about me, and it had become less about Christ. Hmm. And I believe that God had to take the ministry away from me so that I could understand that it was his and, um, that I was, I was
0: just there to serve him. Those are pretty mature thoughts. Uh, <laughs> seriously, how old are you at this time? Are you 18 now or 19?
1: Yep, yep. 17, 18 right in there.
0: Yeah. Okay. This is pretty impressive. So, uh, if you have this many kids using the, the park, uh, I'm a little surprised that there wasn't enough, uh, parents stepping up to support what their kids were doing. And, and, uh, I know that, this is an expensive operation yet running, but um, interesting that the Lord took it away.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, you know, rent was $20,000 a month. Is a huge facility, and there were a lot of people that were stepping up to support on our board of directors and volunteering. Mm-hmm. And, it's still a big, big bill. But it was just a lot of money.
0: Yeah. So then what happened?
1: Then we put the, we tried to reopen the skate park, couldn't find a location that would take it. Um, and so we put all the ramps into storage. And after about six months of them sitting in storage, I was praying one day and just felt like God gave us these ramps to be used for ministry, and they're sitting in storage. And I just felt this conviction to call up uh, Camp Shamanon, Trout Lake Camp up north and say, Hey, do you guys want a skate park? I know how to build ramps. I'll come up and build you a skate park as long as these ramps can be used for ministry. And of course, they were like, Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) we went up and uh, built out the skate parks for both of them and then kind of hit the road. We took a demo kit and started traveling around just doing demonstrations and sharing the gospel, and we toured out through California. Um, Then we started touring with Billy Graham, uh, doing the Rock the River tour. Cool. And just going all over the U.S., sharing the gospel, and within a couple of years— started getting invited to do international projects like missions trips to go build skate parks in other countries. First it was Guatemala, and then it was Panama, and then Egypt and India and Dubai and just all over the world, building skate parks that could be used as a place where kids could come and gather, um, be introduced to Christ, be engaged
0: in discipleship. Okay, this is getting to be a bigger and bigger story the more we talk about it.
1: It uh, it
0: moves fast. <laughs> oh, it sounds that way. Yes, uh, but you've got an instant connection because there's so many kids that want to do skateboarding, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Action sports is all over the world, um, and we've just been talking about skateboarding, but uh, we also do stuff with snowboarding and wakeboarding and surfing.
0: Yeah, and then what other what other boards do they show up with at at your park?
1: Um, we also have kids that come in with scooters. Sometimes we get some inline skates if if you're really cool and um occasionally bikes but our our space is kind of small so we don't allow BMX bikes
0: mhm so the ministry now is pretty sounds pretty focused and it sounds like it's uh getting good and healthy and it's got a a uh a pretty um pretty impressive moving forward kind of momentum
1: yeah so at this time we continue to keep our local programs going um, so we were we were doing um, small group Bible studies at outdoor parks and doing mentorship. Um, we were doing some stuff at a, a skate park up north of the cities, and then we ended up um, down at Urban Ventures helping out running uh, their yeah. program yeah. at the hub and working with a lot of inner city kids. And then whenever we weren't doing that, we were on the road traveling like 120 days a year, um, doing demonstrations, sharing the gospel, building skate parks. And during that time, I met a lot of people who had a similar passion um, for action sports culture and different people who had started different ministries, specifically aimed at surfers or skateboarders or snowboarders out in the mountains. And so I saw this need to start to bring those uh, different people together. And so essentially we started a network of Action Sports Ministries, and together we worked to train um, Action Sports Ministry people. Um, So we held an Action Sports Ministry conference in Florida, and we had about 280 leaders come to that conference um, from all over the world to work together, collaborate together, learn together, um, and then go
0: back to their local communities to um, reach their riders. It's uh, amazing. All right. I am uh, I'm very intrigued. This is uh, every time uh, I learn more about this ministry, I, I'm getting more more interested because it gets bigger and bigger with all kinds of opportunities. And I'm dying to hear more. Um, I've got uh, uh, the group of, from JSAW in and we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to hear some more stories. And then eventually we're going to get a chance to hear from TJ, who is uh, a writer. And he's in studio here, and we'll hear his testimony. We'll take a short break and be right back. You're listening to an encore presentation of Afternoons
3: with Bill Arnold. Faith, hope, and clarity uh, in a special here. repeat I performance. And I like to skateboard. My dream as a skateboarder is probably to be able to move out to California when I graduate high school and live there. That's definitely my dream. My favorite thing about JSAW is probably being able to come here and skate, just see all my friends. It's, I come here every day, so it's probably my favorite thing to do. I always grew up going to Sunday school. So when I came, when I started skateboarding, I found out about JSAW I started going to Bible studies every Wednesday and I just got really attached to it. JSA has helped me like, realize who I am in Jesus and how I can follow him and be better a better person. Being a Christ follower means uh, following Jesus, telling others about Jesus, and just sharing the word of the gospel. Other hobbies besides skateboarding? Not really. I mean, I play video games sometimes, but that's about it. I just skate all the time. That's all I do all day.
0: Welcome back to the show. So glad to have uh, guys from JSAW here, uh, Johnny Nelson and Ben Vanoss. And we're going to bring TJ in in just a little minute, hear his testimony. But hearing about the the powerful sports action, action sports ministry they have, and they have had projects that have uh, started off humbly here in the Twin Cities and now have gone to Panama, Guatemala, Dubai, Ethiopia, Brazil, India, Egypt. Uh, I just can't believe how fast this has grown and how many opportunities uh, they now have. Uh, 67 Action Sports Ministry partners in 31 countries. Boy, you give something over to the Lord, look what happens.
1: Yeah, He does His work, and it's <laughs> great.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I'm real curious about uh, what it's like on any given day. You've got staff, you've got uh, volunteers. Where I want to talk to Ben, find out about his role, but I also want to just hear on a what it what it's like on a, on an average day. Um, I know you've got Bible study on, like, Wednesday night?
1: Yeah, yeah. So um following with that timeline of as the ministry continued to grow, we are doing a lot of different projects and traveling a lot, and um, we pulled back from that because we launched Help Board Shop in 2013 as our, our new facility. And as we opened the doors there, we recognized that we had so many opportunities with so many riders that were coming through our doors, wow. uh, just right there. So we pulled back from doing events and demonstrations and focused on making disciples, which is much longer process. And so when riders come into the skate park, they're usually coming in to just hang out with friends, to buy a board, um, or to skate the park. Mm-hmm. And so we spend time and just build a relationship. We go and skate with them. We'll hang out. Um, we'll do contests throughout the year. We do all nighters, um, different camps. We do lessons, all of these different activities. Um, but the, um, we're, we're in all of those things. We're trying to build relationships and through those relationships, we get the opportunity to share the gospel um, and help riders to grow in their faith over time.
0: Mm-hmm. Sounds cool. I'd love to come skate at the park, but I wouldn't want to pull a hamstring or anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's probably, The park's a little small for you, I
0: think. I, I think you're right. Yeah. I appreciate that observation. So let's talk about the uh, the Help Board Shop. And Ben, uh, tell us about that.
2: Yeah, so Help Board Shop exists as a facility to um, bring riders in. We have um, thousands of unique riders come through our doors every year which um, is just the top of the funnel for our ministry. Like Johnny was saying, uh, we engage with those kids. We have the opportunity to invite them to Bible study, to come alongside them and mentor, mentor them. Uh, that's kind of what we see as the number one purpose of Help Workshop. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also helps us uh, fund the ministry and be relevant in the culture. Yeah. Uh, the skateboard snowboard culture revolves heavily around the, the various shops that are around the Twin Cities. Um So through the shop, we've actually been able to raise a substantial amount of the overhead it costs to do ministry, which is
0: awesome. Yeah, I mean, people need gear, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I want to talk about the the profile. First of all, Johnny, I'd love for you to share a little bit about you said you were kind of a kid on the fringe a little bit growing Mm up. Say more about that if you would.
1: Yeah, so I I grew up in a dysfunctional home. Uh, My mom raised me. My dad uh, left before I was born. Um, They were alcoholics and drug addicts. And when my dad left, my mom cleaned up. And so I never knew that until my mom got remarried uh, when I was about 10 years old. And when they went on their honeymoon and then came back – she relapsed and he relapsed. And so I was very angry at my stepdad. I was very depressed, um, very alone and just very, very hurt. And, um, in the midst of all that, like we grew up going to church, but my whole world changed at that, at that time. And it was, they were coming home drunk. Um, and suddenly I had to like run the home at that age, you <laughs> yeah. know? And so the youth pastor at the church that we were going to put put his arm around me basically and became like a father figure in my life really spent time with me and invested into me um, and challenged a lot of the religious beliefs that I had. Like I knew the Bible, but I wasn't really applying it in my life. I didn't have like a deep, real, authentic relationship with Christ. It was just kind of head knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so – um, skateboarding was my escape to get out of my reality, um, but in the midst of that, Jesus was at work and had had put that youth pastor into my life to to help um, guide me back to Christ.
0: Mm-hmm. A quick public service announcement for all you youth workers out there: Way to go! Yeah, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> way to way to way to go! That's really cool. All right, so I'm curious about your your profile of a lot of the skaters do they sound a little bit like young johnny nelson
1: yeah so um a lot of skaters they are on the edge they're on the fringe there are some that are not Uh um some that 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 play hockey and football and you know all the other sports and stuff but um i feel like the ones that really stick it out long term are the ones who who didn't fit into those traditional sports um and they may not fit in at their school but they identify and um feel like this is their community at the skate park Mm. um so we have kids that come from all different school districts um and all different demographics and the skate park is like their home it's their community
0: um everybody has to belong don't they
1: yeah yeah it's their it's their place
0: yeah all right ben let me get back to you now uh did you uh did you grow up with an interest in skating
1: yeah absolutely
2: um I I started skating when I was 12, which actually led me into snowboarding, uh, which I took to a little easier. The ground's a little softer when you fall. (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of backed away from skating and was just snowboarding every day. I was um, probably went five to six days a week through junior high and high school. My mom would drop me off at the hill, and I would spend nine, ten hours at the hill. Wow. Um, And being being homeschooled as I grew up uh, in youth group, it was like culture shock for me to be at, to be there uh, with all these other kids. And uh, it ended up being not the best influence in my life. There's just a culture there that's very unsupervised. Um, Is that the
0: snowboarding culture?
2: Yeah, snowboarding yeah. culture, action mm-hmm. sports culture. Um, like Johnny said, a lot of kids are maybe more on the fringe, um, which led me down that road, um, which was not a great place to be. Um, and I, I'm thankful that I kind of got out of that, and that's why JSA is so personal for me because I've seen it firsthand. I've been that kid that didn't fit into traditional sports or a lot of different places.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but I had, I had snowboarding.
0: So, were you? Uh, did you participate at JSA?
2: Um I did. Yeah, I, I would go to the Cocoa and Wax. Um, What'd you call some that? of the events, oh, sorry, <laughs> we, uh, so we do an event, uh, for the snowboarders every, uh, once a month where we bring them in, we wax our snowboard for them, uh, provide them with hot cocoa and we do a Bible. Cocoa and wax. Cocoa and wax. You know? Oh yeah. It's
0: that night. Oh yeah. Now I get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's just a way to bring them into community and give them a chance to, to hear the gospel as yep. well. Yeah. So did you have a point, a point in your own personal life where things got kind of dark for you?
2: Yeah, I'd say, um, maybe mid, mid high school. Okay. Um, things got pretty dark and I just, I mean, I was going to youth group and, you know, I grew up in the church, was totally part of that culture, but I just almost had these two different, two different versions of me, you know? Sure. And there was a point where God just said, what are you doing, man? And. I decided to drop all that and really focus. My senior year, I decided to really invest in my relationship with Christ. Um, Huge thanks to my youth group that I went to and the Bible camps that I was volunteering at Mm -hmm. at the time.
0: So were you influenced by a youth pastor?
2: Um, I was most influenced by my mentor at uh, the camp I work at. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Public service He's actually all you another you out there,
2: another u n w alumni,
0: oh really, from the eighties, yeah, oh that's awesome, so yeah. that took place here,
2: well, I took place in Wisconsin at the camp, yes, but,
0: yeah. that's awesome, okay, then you ended up coming and did your your college work here at the University of Northwestern, yeah, and just graduated in twenty nineteen and yep. now you're with uh with help uh full time, yeah, okay, now this is uh gets to be powerful because i i'm excited to hear uh... some of the stories of some of the writers and i know that you probably can share some by leaving names out and eventually we'll get to tj and hear his whole story as well um, do you have a couple of stories you can share
1: yeah <laughs> um. i guess
0: i guess we'll first take a break i think that probably be the first thing to do is take a break we're talking uh... to johnny nelson and ben Venos, and they're from JSaw. Uh, JSaw dot org j s a w dot org is their ministry and it's a, it's a very interesting action sports ministry where you take riders and turn them into disciples. And they're, uh, they have a desire to transform the action sports culture. And they're doing an amazing job. So we'll take a short break and be right back. You're listening to an encore presentation of Afternoons with Bill Arnold. Faith, hope, and clarity in a special repeat performance.
3: is Alex and I do a lot of skateboarding. I've been skateboarding for I want to say like a year and four months. One of my friends skateboarded and so he told me I should get one so I got one and I realized that it was a lot of fun so I just kind of stuck with it. My favorite pro skateboarder probably has to be um, Chris Jocelyn or Andrew Reynolds. I got connected to JSAw when I bought my first skateboard here and then I just started riding the park and going to Bible study every Wednesday. Being a Christ follower means to me um, just like listening to what He's said and what he's done. What I like about JSAW is that they're trying to bring riders together. Something you guys could be praying for me about is I was skateboarding and we were filming this like little fun video and so I slipped out. I was trying to front board this bench. I slipped out. I did the splits and I smacked my kneecap on the ground. And then it hurt and about two weeks later we were, it was a rainy day and we were just skating in the garage and my brother pulled a chair out from under me I landed on my knee and I could hear it pop out of place. And it was just like I want to say three times the size of this knee. I was out for about like I want to say four weeks. It was difficult not being able to skate because skateboarding is like the one thing that I do. And it's hard to, like, find new things that I could do while I was healing. I'm excited to be feeling better so I can hang out with my friends and just go skateboard all day. I've been impacted by being around here at JSaw by learning what God has said and trying my hardest to follow that.:
0: That testimony was one of the powerful stories from the JSaw ministries. We have the leaders here, Johnny, and shop manager Ben with us. So, Johnny, we've got another story here.
1: Yeah. Like, um, on Instagram recently, just Ryan shared his testimony uh, this week on Instagram. Who did? Ryan. Uh, his, uh, Ryan Opitz. Okay. Um, and his story is wild. Like, oh he, gosh. I met him when he was, like, 12. He came to skate camp. And he was, like, grew up in a suburban family and all that stuff. And then um, got, broke his arm skateboarding. Mm-hmm. Got uh, prescribed, I think, Vicodin they gave him a whole bottle. Oh,
0: my gosh. At 12?
1: Yeah. And so he started <laughs> taking it and he never stopped. Yeah. And then he started selling it and wound up in Teen Challenge. Wow. Um, That's... And... Did you just recently speak at Teen Challenge? I did. Okay. I was there. Really? And Ryan was there. Oh, wow. He was in the program. Um, he, he ended up with a bunch of felonies and stuff, uh, you know, drug charges and violence charges. and all that stuff. And so he was headed to prison for five years. And, uh, he came back to me and was like, Hey, I'm, I'm going into treatment. It's yeah. my only way out. Um, he had disappeared from the skate park, um, for, I don't know, it was three, four years. So he was just selling drugs and then showed back up and was like, Hey, I'm going into treatment. I need help. And so I've Kind of tracked with him through treatment, and now he just got out, and he got a job, and he's been clean for
0: 14 months, and he's doing really good. Because he back to Bible studies
2: on he Thursdays. Came yeah. Came
1: to Bible study. He's skating again. And
0: oh, I love this story. Yeah. I love this story. All right, I love more stories. Got another one for me, I'm sure. Uh, so, yeah, Zach is a, a rider
1: who started coming to the skate park um, pretty much the first day. His dad found out about it and brought him over, and uh, he just was coming to skate. And uh, then started coming to Bible study occasionally. Um, And one day he just came in, walked up to the counter and said, hey, um, my brother just killed himself last night. And I don't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. So my parents brought me here because I just needed to skate and kind of like, I don't know what to do. And so we were like, OK, we let's uh, talk about this. And. Um, that was, it was extremely difficult. Um, it was an extremely difficult situation to help him walk through and try to understand. And, um, after that, he started coming to Bible study on a regular basis. Um, he gave his life to Christ. He started to engage, um, in his faith. Um, he started inviting other people to, to Bible study, um, and leading other kids to Christ and he just continued to grow in his faith. And now um, he, he still comes in uh, every once in a while. And it's incredible to see him. He's a skier. Um, I'm a snowboarder. So we, you know, yell at each other about that. But um, he's an incredibly talented kid. And like God's clearly working in his life and pursuing him in a lot of different ways. And um, it's crazy because you never know what story is going to walk through the door that day. And you never know what's going to come up to the counter. And so you always have to be prepared uh, to give an answer for the hope that you have in Christ mm-hmm. and and be ready um, every day to go to battle and just be ready to share the gospel.
0: Yeah. What a divine appointment. He yeah. shows up and says, my brother committed suicide last night. Yeah. All right, Ben, your turn. <laughs> I'm
2: you could ar- introduce TJ. I haven't been around as long.
0: <laughs> that's that's okay, <laughs> but I know, I know cycle there's... It's a four-year process.
2: No, yeah. I... <laughs> Disciple-making.
0: I know. Um, yeah, it might be a good time uh, to introduce TJ. I mean, he's, he's got uh, the rider experience, and he's... You know, uh, Johnny or Ben, maybe you can set yeah. that up.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we've got TJ here. TJ has been er, is a rider that's been around JSA for years now. Um Me and TJ meet almost weekly, um, doing lots of different activities, just um, checking in on him, seeing how things are going. Um, So, here he is.
0: TJ, welcome to the show.
4: Thank you. Um, So,
0: are you a skateboarder?
4: Yeah, I've been skateboarding since fifth grade.
0: Okay. Have you ever fallen? Yep. Really? (laughs) Yep. That surprises me. You don't look like a guy that would ever fall. I didn't think so either. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, You've been uh, skateboarding now for a while. Tell me what it's like to be uh JSAW. It's a different experience
4: from being at church and having a regular youth group. Because I never really fit in with the kids at, like, my church and the youth group. So being a JSAW helped with, like, trying to, like, figure out where I am in life with God. Mm-hmm. And finding people around me that can, like, identify as the same things with me.
0: So tell me about your your spiritual journey when when did you start to realize that you were um you know needing more more of God in your life
4: uh really hard around eighth grade i have i still have really bad depression anxiety I went to the hospital from um, attempted suicide so I went to inpatient program for a few weeks. And my old mentor, Andrew, who used to work at Help, he came and visited me. And me and him would just talk about, like, how everything was going, if I needed anything. And I I would be in my room at inpatient for a few hours and just sit there by myself. So just, like, being in the thought process and thinking... What led me to be here and what? how can I get out and not be here again? So looking for something that's not harmful
0: that I can go to. And you've started to uh, make good friends at JSAW and you started to feel like that was your community. Yep,
4: yeah, I've been at JSA since like fifth grade. So when I started skating and there was like the first group of kids I started hanging out with and then some of them still go to help, some of them don't. And then there was a time where me and a few of my friends came in every single day and we'd skate from when they opened to close and just being there with the workers and then a few of them stopped coming from different sports or activities so i kind of lost my group and then there was some new kids that started coming in so i started skating with them and just started like talking to them and found like a new group of kids that i come and skate with every day and they're like my new family
0: that's awesome so tell me about these uh, two guys uh, sitting on your left
4: Uh, Johnny, I've known him since fifth grade. So he was kind of like my first mentor of just like, I didn't really know anybody at the park besides him. So he kind of introduced me to everyone and like how to skate. So me and him would just hang out and go and skate.
0: I mean, if you're going to know one guy at the park, he's probably a good guy to know. Yeah. 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 Few perks from
4: knowing him. <laughs> <he owns> the <laughs> exactly. park. So, me and him would hang out and talk about God, and then we kind of like stopped meeting because I started meeting with like another mentor. So then I started meeting with them pretty regularly. So me and Johnny still do a few things. I've gone on two trips. Two trips with him, one to Cali and Colorado, Colorado. I went to California with him last year and then Colorado
0: two years ago. So are you doing there some ministry stuff, some demonstrations, a little bit of everything? Skateboarding. There's a skate trip that we do every summer,
4: like 10 or so of us go get in our van and head out to different skate
0: parks. How bad does the van smell? Pretty bad. I bet it does, yeah. But you keep it really clean, don't you? The van. Yeah. Super, super clean. Yeah, we there's try no, to. There's no wrappers or anything of any kind, cans.
4: Ben just detailed. <laughs> <just laughs> Can mention? Yep. We when we were in um California last year, we met with one of Johnny's friends, Buck, who he did ministries with in Colorado. So he took us down to Skid Row, and we teamed up with this bigger group that was handing out food and, like, telling the homeless people at Skid Row about God. So that was really a cool experience to go and do with them.
0: That's pretty powerful. I mean, it's pretty cool that you had an opportunity to do that so you can start to feel like your your faith is not only something that you have inside but something you can share with others. Yeah, it really strengthens your own personal faith, doesn't it? Yeah. When you get a chance to do that? Yeah. All right, TJ, that's a powerful testimony. We're going to, I think, take a little break right now. When we come back, we're going to find out a little bit more about JSAW, very cool ministry, sports extreme ministry. We'll be right back. listening to an encore presentation of Afternoons with Bill Arnold. Faith, hope, and clarity in a special repeat performance. Thanks, and my favorite scripture is Isaiah twenty-six three. in the King James. It reads, I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. And that scripture kind of started it all for me 23 years ago in 1995. It, it, it sounds like Proverbs almost, but then it has analogies to the New Testament, as we know. And since that time, I bought like 50 Bibles, and I, I like the NASB now, it's the most literal. But we're all in different seasons of spirituality, I think, and for most of us, it's a journey. In 2015, I got a graduate certificate in Christian ministry, and that was part of an internal transformation that I went through that resulted in my being born again. But the written word is instrumental in saving so many people, and for me, it sort of all started with Isaiah 26.3. six
5: three.
2: don't know where I'm going, but I'm on my way.
1: Lord, if you love me, keep me, I pray. A little bird is stretching out to the shimmering, shaking
2: blue. Don't know where I'm going, but I know what to do. Hi, my name is Zach Schuster. I'm 11. I love skateboarding, and
5: this is my story. I grew up in my family we went to church, but after that I just I'd pick up the sermons, but I wouldn't really do anything with them. I'd like I don't know, and I'd go to these Bible studies sometimes, like every week, but I didn't pick up anything. Just I know nothing was having an effect on me. And then one day on my tenth birthday, my dad he got me a skateboard, and it was just it was the Habitat one. He got it at help. It was. The, the, the best and so right away I was like dad I want to go there and he was like he was just searching for shops and he found these guys about shop, and he was like all right I'll give it a try because it's like two minutes away from our house it's awesome and then I go there my dad and I figured out oh this thing is Christian based it's awesome they have Bible studies on Wednesdays what I was just, I was really happy so I started going on Wednesdays and other days and we'd skate have a great time then we'd come learn about Jesus read the Bible, and have pizza at the end, and what I've learned from Jaysaw about Jesus is that, like, he's, he'll forgive you, he loves you so much that no matter what, he will never stop loving you. I don't know, i just had an overall great experience here, thank you, <laughs> Jaysaw.
0: All right, we are back talking to uh, the guys from JSA, very cool sports ministry that is here right in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis-St. Paul, and uh, so is that kind of some of the purpose of JSA to not only uh, do you know in-house discipleship on a weekly basis, but and Ben, this is maybe a question for you, but. Um, to not only do in in week in house weekly discipleship, but also do uh, evangelistic opportunities around the country and the world.
2: Yeah, definitely. It kind of comes with a territory of making disciples. Um, we make these riders into disciples, and then they go out make dis- make more disciples. Um, just a couple weeks ago, we had a couple riders at our park, uh, some regulars that kind of got in a little fight, and they were. Their own
0: hands and who broke it up you or johnny
2: <laughs> well that's that's a story um <laughs> actually so they were it got to this just verbal argument back and forth and i got to observe tj take him outside talk talk to him for a while for about 10 minutes tj and these two guys were outside and they came back in just fine awesome and it was incredible i was so proud of tj for just taking the leadership and and doing that like couple of years ago i don't know if he would have done that but it's a
0: proud mentor moment yeah no kidding so you so you saw the conflict tj and you thought i can uh, i can i can bring the the energy down here huh yep. go talk to him yeah because so, i knew both sides of the people who were fighting yeah and you stayed cool through this whole thing didn't you yeah <laughs> that's cool you should do a half-day seminar i'd, I'd attend <laughs> on conflict management i think you got it in you that's really cool. So so you feel like, uh, TJ, your faith is is has become real to you?
4: Yeah. Um, I'm still trying to figure out where I am with God and, like, my relationship with it. But I feel like it's more positive than it has been in the past. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm starting to get somewhere and, like, find where my relationship
0: is with God. I think that represents a lot of people in life. The journey is uh, is a big one, and I'm glad you're you're on it, and that you've got some awesome mentors here that are helping answer questions, and you're you're getting together with other people that are doing the same thing you're doing, opening God's word and seeing what's in it for you. So uh, I'd love to hear more about the um, the Wednesday night Bible study. Is do you do you pick topics? Do you and maybe, Johnny? This is a question for you. Is it is it a is do you do a a series on something do you do uh tonight we're going to open read from the book of isaiah how does that work
1: yeah so we have studied through different books of the bible um you know we'll pick out pick out a book you know book of john as an example and we'll just go chapter by chapter through it Uh, we usually start bible study out with like highs and lows for the week as we go around the room let each one of the riders share about the high and low of their week and then um after that, we'll we'll dive in, read the passage, talk about it a little bit, and then uh, have some discussion questions, and then wrap up with a challenge and some prayer requests. Um, and so right now we're going through a series on um, testimonies, like the word of, of testimony. So we're having different writers who are sharing their story, and then we're matching up like a Bible verse that relates to their
0: story and studying that passage along with their their story each mm-hmm. week. Yeah, and if they uh, show up and they, they don't have a Bible, do they, they find that they can get one pretty easily?
1: Yeah, we don't we don't uh, tell them references. We tell them page numbers. <laughs> <laughs> That's so smart. <laughs>
0: That's so smart. That's probably the best way to do it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, when you have uh, these guys together, is it primarily uh, – is it co-ed?
1: Um, so there's not a whole lot of girls involved. um that's just kind of how skateboarding has been. Yeah. Um, it's starting to change a little bit more, and we're excited to have more girls get involved in, in action sports uh, for sure. But a lot of the Bible studies have just been uh, a bunch of guys, Yeah, uh, young guys. So Wednesday nights we do um, like 18 and under. It, then uh, we have Thursday nights as 18 and older. Um, and, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, the uh, you've got a, an event coming up. This would be only for people here in the Twin Cities uh, who would be listening. But you have an event coming up at at the uh, skateboard park. Uh, when is it? Um, October twenty fourth. Ah, okay. It's going to be right here in Edina, Minnesota, and you can head over to jsaw.org dot org to learn more about that. Yeah, yeah. If if you, there's a parent out there and they've got a a, a child who is a skater. Um, what would they anticipate in terms of uh, of their first visit over to JSA? Would they just show up and go, "Hey, this is a blast! This is a great, great little skate park and some good, good people here." Yeah,
1: people always uh, email in and say, "Hey, you know, how could I get my my rider involved?" And we just say, "Just show up, just come to the park, fill out a waiver, skate, and uh, the more that you come, and you'll get more engaged in other other programs and things."
0: Yeah. So if I came and skated, you're saying I'd have to fill out a waiver? Yeah, yeah, waivers are required for No, I'm not doing that. No, not sure. not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to deal with me. All right, uh, this has been a fascinating uh, um, time to be talking and understanding your ministry. It's really a cool ministry. And thank you so much for sharing this yeah, with absolutely. me. Yeah. And TJ, congratulations on uh, being an awesome skateboarder. Thank you. And a guy who is uh, who's just showing love for other people thank you you love that community don't you yeah i can just tell you're just cool i want to be cool like tj It's my motto for the day but anyway uh my friends have been uh johnny nelson and ben van os and uh, tj is a writer and the ministry is called JSAW. j-s-a-w you can go to jsa.org to learn more about it well, that wraps up our show. I, I love that JSAW ministry, you guys are doing an amazing job. And also want to say thanks again to Dr. Andy Scuddinga who came in. It was really a great uh, show and a great week. And that wraps up our time together for the week. I already can't wait for Monday, our next time together. Have a great weekend, everyone. You know what time it is. It's time to ring the bell.